Amen. The real Jesus. I just want to talk about something short. Then I teach you something interesting. The real Jesus. Now, our societies have painted the wrong Jesus to us. Our societies have painted a nice Jesus. Who likes children? Do you see that? <laughs> when they say Jesus is like, Our societies have painted a nice Jesus who, if, if the kind of Jesus that we believe in is the kind of Jesus that modern day Christians have painted, he wouldn't have been killed. The, the, the old time Jesus was offensive. Do you know that he went to the temple and lashed people? Have you ever seen a pastor go to church and lash people before? Okay, me, I've ever done it before. Anyway, and I still do it. But, breaking news, pastor goes to church and lash church members. Stupid church members. Do you see that? Church members who, who allow some foolish pastor, look at them. The pastors are controlling their lives. Do you see that thing? But the, the Jesus of the Bible went to the temple and the Jesus of the Bible lashed individuals and sacked them. He came them. He beat them. He put some of them. He gave some of them blows. The modern day Jesus that has been painted is a Jesus that should not die. That Jesus can't die for our sins. You know the kind of Jesus? Oh, don't you think Jesus is to be here? Jesus said, take care of the poor. Jesus said, take care of the poor. Jesus said, take care of the poor. Jesus didn't come here to take care of the poor. He said, the poor you always have with you. The modern day kind of Jesus that they've printed for us is a guy who takes care of the poor. I'm not saying taking care of the poor was not an instruction by Jesus, but that is not what Jesus came here to do. That is not Jesus. Anyone can take care of the poor. Anyone can feed the poor. Muslims can do it. Buddhists can do it. Hare Krishnas can do it. The modern day Jesus is the kind they are telling, oh, churches to build schools. Churches should build hospitals. Churches should do donations. Jesus didn't come to build schools. Jesus didn't come to be a philanthropist. Like the modern day Christians have made Jesus look like a philanthropist who is going about being a nice guy. Even though the Bible says he went about doing good, the kind of good he did, you know the kind of good he did. It's not the kind of good our generation calls good. I was inviting someone to church some months ago, and I told the person, this is the best good any man can do to your life. That's, oh, but I get off my time to preach to you and to invite you to church and to invite you for a meeting that will help your soul. So that you have a place in heaven. Hey! This is the greatest good. Are you with me? It's more than when I buy you a car, when I buy you a chair. Or I buy you, a, 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 I rent a house for you. That may be good, but that is not, that's not enough good. Because Jesus said, what shall a man profit if he shall gain the whole world and lose his own soul? It means that I can buy you an iPhone 12 Pro. Why an iPhone 12? I've done you nice. I haven't done you good. If anything I do for you doesn't affect your life in eternity, I have been nice to you. I haven't been good to you. I haven't been good to you. And the modern day Jesus, the wrong Jesus, is the Jesus that never existed. 
They didn't kill Buddha. Did they kill Buddha for claiming to be God? Do you know the main reason why they killed Jesus was not because he was healing the sick? He claimed to be God. The reason they killed Jesus was that he claimed to be God. Mark 14. I read it two days ago. I think I read it yesterday or so. Mark 14, verse 62. Mark 14, verse 62. It's there. Look at it. When they took him to the chief priest, before they took him to Pilate, Mark, 6, Mark 14, verse 62. Mark 14, 62. Are you there? What does it say? And Jesus said, I am. And ye shall see the Son of Man sitting on the right hand of power and coming in the clouds of heaven. Now over here, he was likening himself to the king of glory. And look at what they, they said. Then the chief, the high priest rent their clothes. According to the, the Pentateuch, or according to the Old Testament, if somebody blasphemes, if a high priest is around, or if a, 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 a Jew is there, the Jew must tear his clothes because it's an abomination. And to blaspheme means to say that you are God. I would mean to say that you are God, and he, he Jesus claimed he was God when he was arrested. Though. He said, and he tore his clothes and said, What need we any further witness? What other further witness do we have again? Do you see that? Ye had have heard the blasphemy. What yinky? And they all condemned him to be guilty of death. And they began to spit on him and to cover his face and buffet him and to set. And to say unto him, prophesy. And they began to mock him. Then suddenly, then the next verse, they took him to the, 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 the guy, Pontius Pilate. The modern day Jesus wouldn't have been killed because the, the ancient time Jesus claimed to be God. They killed him not because he was a nice guy, not because they were jealous. No, 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 no. They didn't kill him because he was jealous. They killed him because he said he's God. Look, we, you, I, 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 why did I preach this message? I preached it where? During that conference. I say you either face the fact, fact or you leave it. The reason they killed Jesus was because the guy said, I am God. He didn't say it literally, but everything he claimed was it. In John chapter 8, he said the same thing. They took up stones to kill him. Then he disappeared in their midst. So they targeted him. Another time, he... He, 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 he forgave a man of sins. And when he forgave the man of sins, they said, ah, we have found him again. Who can forgive sins except God? Then he said, do you know what he told them? He said, don't you know that the son of man has power on earth to forgive sins? Hey, can you imagine that I just meet an arrow, but the person hasn't done me anything. I said, you know what, your sins are forgiven. Only God can do that. And Jesus, by doing that, was claiming to be God. And every Jew knew it. It's only modern day people who don't want to study History that tried to make him look like the guy never said he's God, so he's not God. The reason they killed him was that he said he was God. He said, Don't you know? Again, he said, The Son of Man is the Lord of the Sabbath. The Lord of the Sabbath, the only person that is known as the Lord of the Sabbath is God. He's the one who instituted the Sabbath. Are you with me? So I'm saying that the, the kind of Christ, the kind of Jesus that we have in our time today is a fake Jesus. In the sense that the kind of Jesus that people that don't like, oh, Jesus, 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 Jesus,
All those crazy ideas that people have about Jesus is not the kind of Jesus that we have today. I with me. And so I thought it wise that let's take Jesus festival as a means of teaching ourselves and learning from scripture the real Jesus Christ of Nazareth. I with me. Now I want to preach to you tonight. Are you ready? First Corinthians chapter 15. First Corinthians 15. I'm preaching on the gospel. The gospel. The gospel. I'm preaching on the gospel. Or you can you can term it as any subject you want. Any subject you want to term it, it's fine. Because I didn't title it. Verse 3. Verse 3. Paul says that. Are you there? We are going to do a, a full Bible study for about an hour, so you should be ready. Have your Bible with you. Are you ready? For I delivered unto you, first of all, that which I also received. Now, this statement Paul is making is a, is a New Testament kind of poem. Anytime somebody wanted to give a group of people some kind of information that was a known information, are you with me? A known information, like something that everyone was aware of it, they began by saying, for I delivered unto you that which I also received. And Paul is telling us here that, I delivered unto you, first of all, that which I also received, how that Christ died for our sins, according to the scriptures. Verse 4. And that he was buried. And that he arose again the third day according to the scriptures. Now, this message I'm preaching to you, I wrote it and I posted it on social media. I said my Easter message. Paul is quoting an early church poem of the gospel. This was a summary of the gospel. If you went to somebody that you wanted to share the gospel with, this was the gospel. Christ died according to the scriptures. Christ was buried according to the scriptures. And Christ rose again according to the scriptures. And exactly what Paul is saying. Now, I said here, it is evident that Paul wrote 1 Corinthians. It's known by scholars. Are you following me? Scholars, even those who don't believe the Bible is, is true. Those who don't believe the Bible is the word of God. Atheists. Scholars, New Testament critics, are you with me? Scholars have his evidences, manuscripts, that Paul is the one who wrote the book of 1 Corinthians. So it's, a, a, an, it's an evidence that cannot be refuted. Irrefutable what? Evidence that Paul wrote this book. Are you following me? Are you following me? And so, first of all, let's look at the first thing Paul is saying. Paul is saying that Christ died. 
Christ did what? Do you see that? He has written died. The word died is what? It's a past tense of the verb die. So Paul is saying that this is something that has happened already. It's not something that is yet to happen. This is a fact that we are all aware of that Christ died. And this is a historical fact for the atonement of Christ. Somebody say historical fact. He says that Christ died. It's a historical fact. It's not something that is a hearsay. It's not, it's not something that is um, um, a legend. When we say a legend, a legend is a story that is told by word of mouth, which has no... Alex, you are welcome. Are you with me? Now, I said that a legend is a story that, um, let's say that somebody lives. Okay, let's say me, if I live right now, forget about the legend that you, you usually hear people on social media, or these are living legends. That's not, yeah, it's a most misappropriation of the word. Okay? A legend is a story that is half truth. We are not as sure if this thing really happened. I follow me. We don't know if it happened or it didn't happen. It's more like a historical fact, but it has no proofs. No one ever saw the person we are talking about. No one ever wrote about the person we are talking about. There is no house, no property. Nothing exists that proves that the person existed. Are you following me? Good. That is what is called a legend. And for a thing to be a legend, the legends begin after the fourth generation of the one who lived, the first eyewitnesses. Let's say that. I live, nobody writes a book about me. I do mighty things and big things. Then I die. I give birth to my first child. My first child gives birth to my grand, I give my son. My son gives birth to my grandson. My grandson gives birth to my great-grandson. Do you see that? Then my great-grandson writes a book about me. Or my great-grandson begins to tell stories about me. We are not sure because there is no evidences. Are you with me? So usually, legends Let's say if something happens this time and it's not documented, nobody's aware of it. Let's say 400 years later because we believe that every, every generation is 100 years. So a legend must begin 400 years later after the first eyewitnesses. And legends don't have like, like stories like, um, um, there are a lot of legends. Hercules, Greek mythology, Hercules. We never know Hercules ever existed because there's not, no proof of Hercules' existence. It's just a myth that people tell children to deceive them and make them feel like somebody can. All those things, they are just stories. Are you with me? Are you with me? So, Paul is saying that this story is not a legend. We are all aware of it that Christ died. It's a historical fact. Are you following me? This is history. We are aware of it that Christ died. Christ died. We are aware of it, that he died. It's a historical fact. And Paul is about to tell us why this is a historical fact. And he goes on in verse 5. He says that, and that he was seen of Cephas. He's saying that, are you aware, this is, this is historical fact. He's mentioning names of people that saw Jesus. He's saying that he appeared unto Cephas, unto, unto Peter. Then again, he says, and to the twelve. So he's mentioning and Paul is a contemporary of Cephas. Paul is a contemporary 
Don't worry, I'll explain all of them, okay, so that you don't say that he's saying big, big words. Paul is a contemporary of Cephas. Paul is a contemporary of, 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 of the twelve. Then he says, con let's continue, verse 6. After that, he was seen about 500 brethren at once. He said the guy rose from the dead, and what happened? He appeared to 500 human beings at once. Then he says that, of whom the greater part remain present, remain unto this present. He said that 90% 90, 90 of them are still alive right now. And I know that there are some of you in this church right now that I'm not saying asshole, but Paul is saying that there are some of you in the church right now, you saw Jesus. And some of you say, yeah, Paul, you are right. Yeah, I went to Jerusalem and, and I was just hanging around and I saw him. He even broke bread with us. And, 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 and John, John writes, you know that all the New Testament books, Matthew, Mark, Luke, John, um, um, Acts, are historical books. All the New Testament books, they are history. Are you with me? They are historical books. Some people, the people were eyewitnesses. They saw the thing, they, ex they wrote it down. Are you following me? And John, in the book of John, says that Jesus rose from the dead. And Jesus came and ate fish with them. John chapter 21. He said, children, have you enemy? They said, no, he's a cast to the other side. When they casted, he, they got fish, and he sat down with them and ate with them. And Paul is saying that. After that, he was seen of James, and then all the apostles. And last of all, he was seen of me also, and as one born out of due time. When I'm saying that Paul was listing his contemporary, we mean that, when we say contemporary, we mean that people that you lived in the same generation with. For instance, you are my contemporary. Do you understand? I just say, these are not people that are my grandfathers that I heard of them. I read me all my great-grandchildren that I'm yet to give birth to. But these are people that lived within my time that I could go to them. And in the book of Galatians chapter 1 verse 18, Galatians 1 18, Paul says that he went to be with Peter for 15 days. We are doing history. He went to do be with Peter for how many days? 15 days. And Paul is now saying that Christ died. This is a historical fact. And if you think I am lying, go and ask Peter. If you think I am lying, go and ask James, his brother. If you think I'm lying, go and ask Mary. Go and ask Mary Magdalene. Go and ask Martha. Go and ask Lazarus. Go and ask Zacchaeus. Go and ask Joseph of Arimathea. Go and check the tomb of Joseph of Arimathea if the bones of Jesus are there. His bones are not there. Go and ask them because all these 500 people he's talking about, all these people are part of them. But tell them, go and ask Matthew. If I'm lying, if Matthew didn't see, Matthew wrote a book on it. And Paul is listening. So people, Jesus existed. Jesus is not a myth. He existed, a human being. He, when you read the gospel, when you read all of the gospel, he said the guy was hungry. The guy ate food. The guy lived with human beings. The guy was a carpenter's son. And Paul is saying that the guy died. He said the guy died. Somebody said the guy died. Yeah, he died. Hey. You can 
you can have more evidences. Do you know that people that went on a search to disprove the death of Christ ended up finding out that Christ really died? He <laughs> atheist. People that went and said, you know what? It's not true. Jesus never died. When they go deeper and go to libraries, Europe, go because go to Europe, go to Palestine. Documents are there. Are with me? And as we keep going, because the whole month of March, I'm going to be teaching about Jesus. And I'll give you historical evidences of Jesus Christ. Do you know that the face calf of Jesus is existing today? It has been found. The scalp that was placed on Jesus' face, it has been found. Are you with me? His brother James, eh? the casket or the coffin that was used for burying James is, is, is in existence today. You can Google it right now. Let's go to Google. Maybe somebody will say I'm lying. I haven't Googled it before, anyway. <laughs> but I know it's there. Because I've seen pictures of it. I, 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 I've read on it. So just type the, the, the coffin of James, the brother of Jesus. Hey, James, the brother of what? Jesus. Search. Oh boy. Why am I? Oh. Are you there? What do you see? I've been winning network. You didn't search it well. James, the brother of Jesus. You have seen it. Uh-huh. I, mine didn't come. Oh, Jesus Christ of Jehovah Witness. Do you see that thing? This is, this is evident. Look at it. Look at it. It's printed in a book. I have a book of Look at it. And the inscription on it is in Hebrew. And it says, brother of Jesus, James. Look at it. Look at the, the coffin of, the James Paul is mentioning his name. The coffin, 2,000 years ago. This is what they buried his bones inside. When, because the guy was so precious that they didn't want his bones to just rot. Have you found it? <laughs> Why is it that mine didn't come? And I've been what happened? Mine there didn't come anyway. It's just some pictures and things. Or because they think I already know. That's why they didn't show me that thing. That's it. I will show you. Do you see that we are proving? These are proofs. Don't let Avram Ben Moshe lie to you. Now you can see that they've written inscription. James, the brother of Jesus. The brother of Jesus. They dug it. They, they, they were doing, they were digging, you know, because of the, the 2,000 years ago, I checked, you know, over time, and they dug it and pulled it out. And the inscription is there, James, the brother of Jesus. Warrior box. And Paul is saying that you can go and ask Jesus, you can go and ask James. And you know that you it. James also wrote a book in the Bible. James wrote a book in the Bible. James, the James you are seeing is his barrier box, his coffin. Eh? The James has a book in the Bible. He's the guy who said Elijah was a man of life passion like us. That's his, his barrier box. Do, this Bible is real, oh. I said, somebody said, say, this Bible is real. This Bible is real. 
It's not a fake story. So Paul is saying, that, ah, people, am I kidding? Am I joking? Go and ask James. Go and ask Peter. Peter saw him. Think about it. If, if, if the Bible was a lie, let me show you something. If the Bible was a lie, why do you think that Peter, the disciples who write bad stories about themselves? Can you imagine that? If I want to make somebody look very nice, do I have to write the leader of the church will betray Jesus Christ how many times? Three times. <laughs> I wouldn't have written it. Am I, am I, am I being right? Yes. Are you with me? So I said that. Christ did not faint on the cross. He died. He didn't faint on the cross. He died. He said blood mixed with water as documented by an ancient writer such as John is no coincidence. John wrote that he saw blood mixed with water. This is John speaking of. He said when the soldier pierced his side, blood was mixed with water. 2,000 years ago, James, John didn't understand what it meant. Because at that time, they didn't know what blood mixed with water meant. It is today in modern science that we know that. When the only time blood is mixed with water is when a, a body is dead. Are you following me? Are you following me? John didn't know that was a proof. In any medical science, modern day, that's what I'm saying that. Hey, these stories are fake. We have, people have taken the stories of the Bible like this and have given them to people, atheists who are doctors, medical doctors, and asked them, do you think that the story is fake when he says that when he died on the cross, when he died, the soldier went and realized that he was died and pierced his side. And when he pierced his side, John said that he saw blood and water mixed coming out. Do you think that a living, being have, a living being will not produce blood and water mixed together. It's only dead bodies. This is a scientific fact. Though. I learned this in school as well. Yeah. And the nurses are here, they'll, they'll tell you if I'm lying. Only dead bodies produce blood and water together. When you cut a dead, if you go to the mortuary, cut a dead body, just cut it. You see that the thing that will come out will be blood and water mixed. It's, it's blood and water mixed together. And John saw it. But John didn't know what it meant. He just said, It was a sign that he died. And Paul is saying that Christ died for us. Age. And I said that. Besides, a Roman executioner isn't some amateur who has just passed out of military school. For you to be a Roman executioner, you should have been doing that thing. You should have been a soldier for many years. Then you graduate to become an educationer. And the guy has been killing people on the cross for, for a long time. So he can look. He, he said, it's like saying that um, um, um. people say, oh, Christ didn't die. He fainted on the cross. He didn't faint. He didn't faint. He died. And for instance, going to a, 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 what do we call it? Those people who are in the mortuary, what are they called? Mortuary men, something like that. They have an English name they give to them. Um, something like that. Okay, anyway, we already know who the person is, don't you know? <laughs> it is like going to, it is like um, going to a mortuary man saying the, the body is there, saying the, the body is not dead. It's, it's a, unless the, the mortuary man has been paid to lie that the body is dead, 
But when the guy saw him on the court, he said he was dead. He, he, he already signed a letter that the guy is dead. And when you kill somebody on the cross in Roman law, you must sign a document to, uh, to confirm that he's dead. And he did exactly that. I follow what I'm saying. So I said that a Roman executioner is not just somebody that you should get up and say that, oh, you know what? He, he didn't see that Jesus died on the cross. He just pretended. And besides, if he didn't die, why would the Pharisees go and tell um, Pilate that send security guards to go and protect the body? If not, they will steal the body unless he died. Are you with me? So <laughs> the stories of the Bible, they are not just fabricated facts. There are things that are so real that when you pay close attention to them, you realize that this thing can be people that just conjure the story. Because if they are said, they are just said that he didn't die and all of that, there will be no need that his enemies say that let's go and protect the, the body. Because it wasn't his friends. His enemies sent security guards. Are you with me? So the first thing we are realizing is that Christ died according to the scriptures, and this is a historical fact of the atonement. It's a historical fact. It's something that happened. Are you with me? It's something that happened. It's not something that is just a belief. It's, it's a truth that the guy died in accordance to the scriptures. And he says that Christ died, secondly, for our sins. For our sins. So tonight, he died for our sins. And this, the second thing is he died for our sins. The first one is Christ died. The second one is for our sins. And this is a doctrinal interpretation of the atonement. It is a historical fact that Jesus died. But it could be that he just died like any other person. But doctrinally, in the eyes of God, he died for our sins. So Paul is saying Christ died for what? That's exactly what Christ came to do. To die for our sins. Listen, Christ didn't come to die for his own sins because the man never sinned. He didn't have to die. So much that he was happy to die. Are you aware? <laughs> Are you aware that he was happy to die? Peter said, you know what? You can't go and die. He said, sure. Satan, get it behind me. I need to die. Are you with me? He said, Satan, get it behind me. I need to die. Because Paul is saying that Christ died for our sins. It was for our sins that Christ died. It was for our sin and our sins. He died for our sin because David said, in sin did my mother conceive me. There is a nature of sin in us. And the nature of sin in us is what causes us to sin, to do the deeds of sin. So you can hear somebody say that, you know what, me, I don't fornicate, me, I don't steal, me, I've never lied before, me, I've never done this before, but the person is still a sinner. As a nature. That's why you see little, little kids, two years kid is lying, has never seen anyone lie before, but will lie. Have you seen that before? I've seen it before. 
One of your half year child can lie and has never seen anyone lie before. You ask them, they take the, the pen. Pen why? Me who yet? Me who yet? I haven't seen it. Where's the pen? He said, I haven't seen it. And the child has never seen anyone lie before. Why? Because sin is within him. And that's the nature. And that is what Christ came to what? To, to die. To crush the nature of sin in us. And two, to die for our deeds, the things that we do. One is a nature, the other is a deed. We are, listen, it's not the sins we sin that makes us sinners. We are not sinners because we sin. It's not the deed that makes us us. We sin because we are sinners. We sin because what? We sin because we are what? We are sinners. And every one of us here knows that we are sinners. Romans 3, 23, what does it say? Eh? Hey. <laughs> yes. 6.23 is the wages of sin is death. And the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. 3.23 says that. For all have sinned. How many people? All of us are sinners. Listen. You are a sinner. 6.23 says that for the wages of sin is death. He says that the soul that sins will die. The soul that sins must go to hell. Listen. Hell is for sinners. Christ is not a sinner. He shouldn't have died. I should have died. You should have died. You are the one who should go to hell. And that is what we refer to as the substitutionary work of Christ. That Christ took my place. And that's what Paul is saying. Christ died for our sins according to the scriptures. He died for our sins. He replaced us. He died for our sins. I am a sinner. Me, I'm a sinner. That's why Christ died. I'm a sinner. I may not steal, but I am a sinner. It's there. I thought of the time that I lied. Before I lied for about two minutes. Before I, realized, I had lied to somebody about, for about two minutes. And I didn't know. And I'm one of the people that I say I don't lie. And it's true. But the nature came online. <laughs> I tell you. There are many things I don't do. There are many things I do. There are many things I do. Lying is not one of them. But boy, I was chatting with somebody on phone. We were talking. If I realized I had lied for two minutes. I tell you, I had lied. I didn't know. Like, I, literally, I didn't, I was, it's like, yeah, Kasana, I also felt like, Charlie, let me also do some, something. Let me say something. Let me say something. Before I read two minutes, it was all a lie. Then I stopped there. I said, hey, hold on. Ride from this place to this place is all a lie. I, I won't forget that day. <laughs> I, I said, ride from this place to all this place. It's all a lie. I just lied to you. Now, I wasn't afraid of the person. I've taught you how to live a life, free life. Alex, do you remember? How to not be a liar. You lie to people because you fear them. You lie to people because um, you want favor. You see that? Uh -huh. 
and other factors because you, you don't want to look bad. But all of us are bad. Don't think so. All of us are bad. And the only person you should fear is God. Me, the only person I can lie to is God. But he too, he knows all the truth. So lying to him is, is cause 90. That is why I just don't like want to, ooh, ooh. I, I was I was with somebody. I've forgotten the story. And the person asked me, I said, I, I just told him the truth. And he was he felt like I said, I, I don't fear. Do you think I I don't I know that you can. I said, I don't fear you. Yeah, yeah, I, I've remembered, I've remembered. I was driving, I don't have a license, and the police stopped me. I've remembered. He said, What is your license? I said, I don't have my, I don't have lances. I, I tell you, this die or do a die affair, he looked at me. I said, we are having programming at Manfonso. And I'm going to drop some people. I don't have lances. Then he looked at me and said, oh, you can go. He stopped all the other people and laid. But me, he made me go. The truth does set me free. Didn't it? The truth sets you free. Yeah. Are you with me? Are you with me? But can you imagine that? I said, I don't like you see that. But inside of me, eh? The lie is dead. The claim that I don't even lie is a lie. <laughs> and that is what? The nature is me. It's in me. The nature. Somebody said the nature. Somebody said the nature. And Paul is saying that Christ died for our sins. Christ is the only righteous person. He's the only one that lived and said, the king of this world is coming. He said, the God of this world is coming. He has nothing with me. He looked at the Pharisees in John chapter 8. He said, do you have anything against me? John 8, 46. He said, do you have anything against me? And the Bible says that they had nothing against him. He's the only righteous person. He's the only righteous person. His death, his death was an innocent death. His death was a death that shouldn't have been he, he, and the Roman cross was the worst of all kinds of death. You died of a heart attack. You, you, listen, your blood, your blood will literally start coming out of your nose. Aside that, they put crowns of thorns on your head. Aside that, they nail your hands. Nail your hands. They nail your legs, your feet. Then they hang you naked. You are thirsty. You are bleeding out. You are bleeding out from your nose as well. Because the way you are hanged in the air, you don't have any support. Oh. You don't have, your hands are the support. You are hanging. That's why it's called hanging on the cross. You don't have any support. Hey. It's not like you are seated there. The only thing, they will tie your hands. And the sun, 3 p.m. And the sun is scorching. And there and then, the man was dying my death. My death. I don't know about you. I mean, it was my death. That's why I won't go to hell. Because I have accepted him. That was my death. Brother, that's your death. Oh. You, you, you don't, you are not, you are not a nice guy. Oh. <laughs> you are supposed to go to hell. And you know it. Unless you are proud. Only proud people claim that, oh, me, I'm, a ni- me, I, I'm better. Only because we all know that we are what? We are, and Paul is saying that, for all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God, and Paul is saying that the soul that sins must go to hell. So all of us, we are supposed to line up for hell. 
but Christ died for us according to the scriptures. Christ died for me. And Paul is saying that, you know, I, I hope you know that this is true. That Christ died for us. According to the scriptures. He died for us. Somebody say he died for me. That's why we were singing on. In my mother's womb I was in sin, 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 sin. But you send your love to reach me up. In my mother's womb I was in sin, 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 sin. But you send your love to reach me up. The third thing is that, and that he was buried. And that he was buried. We buried dead people. He really died. Christ was buried in a tomb acquired and prepared by a prominent member of the Jewish Sanhedrin. His name is Joseph of Arimathea. The people that conspired and killed Jesus, one of them is the one who went and begged that they should give him the body of Jesus. Think about it. Look at the irony there. Look at the twist of the story. Are you with me? If this story is not true, why would one of the people that, that was one of the people that they, that was in part of the Sanhedrin, there were 70, 70 people. One of them said, you know what, Jesus was a good guy. I'm, I'm his disciple. I love him. I want him to bury, bury him in my tomb. And he said that, you know of Joseph of Arimathea's tomb. You can go and check the tomb. He's there. He's, he, he's not there because are, that's where he was buried and we all know it. The grave closed. They are there. Are you with me? Point four. Is it point four? And that he rose again on the third day according to the scriptures. <laughs> oh my God. This place from here gets very interesting. Are you ready? Let me read for you. Paul is saying Christ's resurrection shouldn't be a shock to us. It was foretold in the scriptures that he would certainly rise again. And Christ himself continually told his disciples with accuracy of how he would die and rise on the third day. Paul is saying and that he rose on the third day according to the scriptures because Christ himself told us that he was going to rise. The prophet said he was going to rise. David said, you will not leave my soul in Shuel. All the Old Testament prophets knew that the guy was not going to die and, and remain in the grave. So Paul is saying that he rose again in according to the scriptures because the scriptures testify of him that he will rise again. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Listen. The resurrection, you can write this, write this. The resurrection is the foundation of Christianity. Without Christ resurrecting from the dead, Christ is no different from Mahatma Gandhi. Christ is not different from Kwame Nkrumah. Christ is not different from Okonfanochi. 
Because that guy tried to be like Christ. He went and died somewhere. They told him he went to heaven. He didn't go to any heaven. He died. They killed him. And, and they said, hey, he's going, and they shouldn't, the woman shouldn't cook some kind of food. Or what was the story? They shouldn't cry. Who will die and who will not cry? Yes, who will die and who will not cry? It's the foundation of Christianity. Listen, if Christ had not risen from the dead, our gospel is in vain. If Christ had not risen from the dead, Christianity is fake. Christianity is the only one true religion because the founder is still alive. Ah, you didn't get me, you didn't get me. Oh my God, oh my God. Christianity is the only religion where the founder died an innocent death. The founder rose again. He said he rose on the third day. And you know what? And you know what? And you know what? The soldiers that were commanded to go and protect him had an earthquake and they collapsed. They all could, they lay dead and they were afraid because an angel had come. And, and do you know that those people were killed? Are you aware that they were killed? The soldiers were killed. Why would people lie to be killed? Are you with me? Are you listening to what, David, are you, are you listening to what I'm saying? Why would somebody want to die for lying? Ah, Pilate has put a seal on a rock and you, you allow somebody to come and steal his body? You are a dead body. They killed them. According to history, they killed those guys. They killed all those soldiers. Why? Because the Bible says that on the third day, Jesus rose again. Listen, all Jesus said in the book of John, chapter 10, that he is the good shepherd. And he says, the good shepherd gives his life for the sheep. Listen, he died, he was buried, and he rose again. He gave his life for the sheep. Mm. My God. Then he says verse 17. Look at verse 17. John 10, 17. This is John 10, 17. The Easter message. John 10, 17. He says, Therefore does my father love me because I lay down my life that I may take it again. Do you see that? Do you think Okonfanocho could take his life back again? Do you, is, 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 is um, Kwame Nkrumah alive? Could he take his life back again? They blew him up. He said, I take it. Only God can lay his life down and take it back. No man has that power. Listen, death, are you aware that death is the, is the enemy of man? 
Death is the enemy of man. Death is the only thing no man has control over. But this one man lived 2,000 years ago and said that I laid down my life and I take it again. And you know what? The Bible says that on the third day, he took it like a garment and wore it and came out. And came out. Listen, Jesus is not like Muhammad. Muhammad was a criminal. Look, thousand, about 1,300 years ago, the Quran had many mistakes. One person sat down. They forced him to sit down and rewrite everything and take away all the mistakes. His name is Abu Bakr. Are you with me? No, the Bible is not like that. The guy went about killing people. The guy said you should have more wives. You, if you are able to kill more people, you have virgins in heaven. The guy was a criminal. When he died, he did not rise again. <laughs> Only Christ said, I will lay down my life. I will take up my life. I will die for my sheep. I will live for my sheep. I will give my life for them. Only Christ could do that. Only Christ fulfills Christ. And he said, and Paul is saying, Christ died for our sins according to the scripture. He said, and that he was buried and that he rose again on the third day according to the scriptures. Hey! This is the real Jesus. Oh. We can't give our lives to false gods and fake men. Liars. John chapter 17 says that all that came before me were thieves and robbers. He said all. He said all of them. How many of them? He's, when Jay was saying that, he's simply saying that all men that came and said, you know what? I'm, I'm come as your savior. They are thieves and I'm going to prove to you why I am. I am the good shepherd. I will lay down my life and I will take it again. And he proved that he is not a thief. He said, he said that when he, he said, my sheep hear my voice and they follow me. Why? Because I am the good shepherd. He said, all that came before me are thieves and robbers. Listen, Buddha is a thief and a robber. Hare Krishna is a thief and a robber. Joseph Smith is a thief. That guy. He rewrote all, they said the Bible, God gave me vision, wrote some contradictory books. He's a thief and a robber. All these people that came, Aristotle is not, cannot save my life. Listen, Albert Einstein cannot save my life. Max Zuckerberg cannot save my life. Bill Gates cannot save my life. Listen, Socrates cannot save my life. Plato is a thief and a robber. All these philosophers that lived before, they died and they never rose again. No one is singing about Plato. No one is singing about, about Mohammed. No, no one is singing about Bill Gates. No songs, no books, no schools have been set in place for Albert Einstein. Socrates doesn't have schools and songs and books written for him. Only Jesus has died. Only Jesus has rose, has risen from the dead. And only Jesus is alive. And I cannot bargain my, my soul. I cannot, I cannot gamble my soul on a, on a Christ that is a soft Christ. 
I can't, I can't gamble my life uh, on a Christ that never died. Uh, I can't gamble my life uh, on a Christ that never lived. Uh, I can't gamble on my life uh, on a Christ uh, that died uh, and never rose again. Uh, I will gamble my life uh, on a Christ uh, that died, uh, that rose, uh, and that is living again. Uh, that Christ uh, who is coming again. Listen, whether you like it or not, this Jesus is real. Listen, you can prove it by how people's lives change. Me, eh? I was crazily quick-tempered. Hey! My anger was wild. When I get angry, I'm ready to kill. I mean, my anger wasn't fight. I want to kill. But Christ did something to me. You can see by the transformation that people's lives begin to experience when they come to Christ. Listen, when people hear about Einstein or they hear about, about Plateau or Aristotle, nothing happens to them. No one is fighting Plateau. No one is fighting Aristotle. Have you ever, listen, do you know that the books of Plateau are only serving the whole world? Do you know how many books of John are found in the whole world? 22,000 copies. Different copies or different handwritings. I mean different, 22,000 different handwritings. And you know that every handwriting means a different person. Are you aware? 20, how many thousand? Not 2,000 or Not 2,000 or 22,000 different copies. Plateau has seven. No one is fighting Plateau. No one says Plateau never existed. Because the guy never even, one more bra. The guy didn't claim to be Christ. The guy didn't claim that he was coming to die for the salvation of mankind. Listen, the devil is trying to deceive people to make them feel like, you know what? This Jesus is fake so that he can take people to hell. But we have come to preach the gospel that this Jesus is coming again. And that this Jesus is alive again. And that this Jesus is coming. And when he comes, he's coming as a judge of mankind. Let's go and tell the generations that are there. Let's go and tell men that Jesus is coming again. And look. The Jesus that is coming is not a nice Jesus. It was when he came on, on earth that he was a good man. He's coming as a judge, as a killer. He's taking people to hell. He said, I say, he said I'm coming so fast with my rewards in my hand. He said, and I see a great white throne, and he who sat on it, from whose face the heaven and the earth fled away, and there was found no place for them. And he said, and I saw the dead, the great, and the small stand before the throne. He said, and books were open, and another book was open, which was the book of life. And he said, the dead were judged according to the things that were written in the book. And he said, whose name was not written in the book was cast into the lake of fire, which is the second death. Revelation chapter 20, verse 11, verse 12, and verse 13. People will go to hell because the guy is coming, and this time around, he's not coming to die for them. He's coming to drag them to hell. Hmm. Hey! He's coming oh, as a wild man. With fire. Do you remember Revelation? He said there is fire in his eyes. There is no niceness in his eyes. Fire. People will be shocked that a good God will drag. He will take them to hell. People must hear this gospel. People must hear this gospel. People must hear this gospel. And you know the comfort that we have. That when he comes. We will be part of those who will drag the people to hell. 
Look, we are, I knew a man in Kotokrum. I preached to him 10 years ago. I still remember. 2010. He told me that on what deep 50 years, me a clock, it's on a business, me last born crying in a chair. As I'm speaking right now, he's still a drunkard in Kotokrum. I will personally be the one to drag the guy to hell. Listen. <laughs> When we are preaching the gospel, because he says that, he, you know that the Bible teaches that when Christ comes, we will judge with him. We will, the reason is that there will be compensation for us for trusting in Christ. The compensation for us to, for trusting in Christ is that he's going to make us kings and priests to sit on thrones and to judge the nations. And I'll be witness. You will be a witness. And, I, and if you don't accept Christ, eh, I, I will be a witness. I said, Lord, I, she can't say that I didn't preach to her. Yes, Lord, this man, I remember 277.272 years ago, I preached to him. He told me that he is 50 years old and his last born is younger than me. I preached to him the gospel. I remember where I preached. Let me know, you know where we buy the, 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 the pork. That's the, the joint. Solo, why solo? Where we bought the pork? That place, that, that's where, where I, pre I remember it 10 years ago. Are you a joke? Are you a joke? Listen, there is no two ways. You must bow to Christ or you must stone him. But the time is coming. You can't stone him. You have to bow. But we have comfort in him. That soon he's coming. And when he comes, we shall be like him. I shall be like him. I shall be like Christ. There shall be no more pain. There shall be no more sorrow. There shall be no more grief. We shall be with him. You think? They say we'll be singing forever and ever. It's not true. We'll not be singing forever and ever. Oh. Ah, boy. Media, I like I like pork, okay. and I like drink. Yeah. I say yes, we dey encore na me na yes, we dey say we fish, but me me fish. Do you know that these days I've been learning how to take? I like tilapia, grilled tilapia because Jesus likes fish, so that when I go to heaven I won't be in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> I've been practicing how to take tilapia, so that when I get to heaven. We will not have struggles with, with it because I don't want to get to heaven. And Jesus, they have said only tilapia because I think Jesus doesn't like um, um, meat and those things. He likes fish. So that he doesn't say, boy, once you have fish, you're going to be a fish. I'm going to hide your fish in the area. i say, yeah, yes. Yes. I'm going to say, yeah. Hey. Say, I'm going to heaven. But I'm going to say, yes, I'm going to say, are you with me? The Bible says that we will enjoy life with Jesus in heaven. The Bible says that he will, he will wipe away every tear in heaven. The Bible says that he will take away our pain in heaven. There are some of you, you are having certain kinds of ailments and ill and whole in heaven. God is going to take all of that away from your life. And you know what? I will want to put my trust in a Jesus who has promised me that my loved ones who have accepted him are in heaven. I know that I'll see my grandfather in heaven because that man loved Jesus. I know I'll see him in heaven and he'll do me our too. 
Some of us have lost parents and brothers and sisters. If they didn't accept Christ, my, my condolences, they are already in hell. There is, no, there is no two ways about this. Hebrews chapter 9 verse 27. It said there is no... What's the scripture? It said it's appointed unto man to die once and after this, the judgment. Listen, when you die today, your judgment has begun. It says, and two men lived. It said when Lazarus died, angels came for him. When the rich man died, he went to hell. Immediately. You go to hell immediately. You are not going to, you know when JJ died, what is his name? Peter Doja said, oh, my good friend, we will, I wish that soon, I will join you soon, and we'll be tapping pan wine. I said, look at this guy. You think that hell is a place for pan wine. The guy said, I need a drop of, you will not get even a drop, a cup of water. You will not get in hell. Not to talk of a cup of pan wine, a cup, a cup of water. My brother, this is the time to give your life to Christ. Time is coming to be too late. May I not meet you 50 years to come and you say, man of God, I wish I had accepted Christ now. Look, now you are young. Brother, you are young. Listen to wisdom. Give your life to Christ. Me, when I get money, I don't know what to do with the money. I don't know what to me. One of the people, I don't know what to do with my money. If it's not ministry, and and one or two things like today, I bought a suit. I bought it. They are bringing it. It's not. I, bought, I didn't buy it from Ghana. You will get to a point in your life where you don't buy things in Ghana. In, in bend downs again. Receive grace in the name of Jesus. They said it will be in in about seven days. Hey. Now. Listen, it doesn't mean I have plenty of money that doesn't have anything to do. But I simply mean that eh, when people have not accepted Christ, eh, they have a way they live. You waste your money on women. Christianity is the only, is the only, the only one true worldview that puts you on check. It even tells you that alcoholism is a it's not just alcoholism, it says that um, 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 licentiousness. Let me show you what it means. Um, um, Glutony. Christianity is the only religion that tells you that it did you so cry about it. To put you on check. Because every one of us knows that if you overeat, you start getting diseases and all, the, all those crazy sicknesses and, and all those kind of things. Christianity is the only religion that puts you on check. Brother, if you get money, Christianity will help you do something well with your life. Yes. Yes. You are not in the wrong place. You are not in the wrong, a wrong religion. You are not in the wrong religion. You're not in the wrong religion. I can't imagine myself looking at my, my wife. Then I said, I want to add another woman. Like, I, I can't, I will do, look at what I will be doing to her. Look at, look, I can't just imagine. It's the only, somebody said, oh, Moses, um, whatever, they all married to, to, no, no, no. The, the true template of, God didn't give Adam Eve. He gave Adam Eve. Ah, ah. I would be. He said, therefore, let every man have his own wife. His own wife. Look, you are not a fool for being in Christianity. You are not a fool for accepting. You are the wisest. 
Jesus said, who takes my words? Who hears to my words? I will liken him to a wise man who builds his house on a rock. Look, you are a wise man who has built his house on a rock. Posterity, 20 years to come, 30 years to come, your children will have a future because you built your house on the rock. Listen, listen, without Christianity, any other thing, if you're an atheist, what will you teach your children about morality? Atheists don't know morality. Everything is good. Transgender. Only Christianity is the only thing that puts the, check, puts the check, the line. Don't close you. No, don't do, this is no go area. Think about that. All our children, all of us are saying we are going to be gays. Then that means that in the next hundred years, all humanity will be poured. There will be no human beings. Who is giving birth? Who is giving birth for who to live? And you know what happens to gays? In a few, one or two years or three years, their botox becomes like, um, like, like, like this offering bowl. Pain everywhere. Pampers every time. Because when they eat, the food just keeps, they eat and the food is coming. And somebody is telling you, this is a good thing. Pastors are lying to you. People are, they are stealing from you. What's the difference between this? That you come and give your 10 cities in church or you go and sit at a beer bar and drink that every month you are owing in advance. Which one do you want? Your 10 cities in church or all your salary in a beer parlor? And they are telling you that this place is a bad place. They say church is wasting your life. They say Christianity is wasting your life. They say you have been praying and praying and praying. Where is, the, where is your resource? They think the resource is car. We won't drive cars in heaven. We will be driving cars in heaven. We will be vanishing. We will be vanishing in heaven. I need, what do I need a car in heaven for? You think a car is a blessing? A car is not a blessing. May we know the real Christianity. May we know the real Christ. In the name of Jesus. I want you to be on your feet. And clap your hands for Jesus.